Welcome to episode 12 of the Country Music Podcast. My name is Katie Jane and today we are going to do something a little bit different. Sounds crazy, but we are going to talk to Denver Biddle III, who is a rap artist. Welcome, Denver. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, the exciting thing about Denver is that during isolation, he and I have been hanging out um, on Facebook in a TikTok marketing group. And I have watched this guy go from 2,000 followers to now he has 1.5 million. Uh, He's also known as Biddle Music on TikTok. And you may know who he is without knowing it because one of his remixes, What's Popping, has over 400K views and it shows up on the US and Australian Discovery tab. Biddle... Wow, like these stats are crazy. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, wow, what an intro. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a hip-hop artist, uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the United States. And, um, yeah, I've been doing music for about 13 years, um, kind of off and on. Uh, I started to get a little more serious about it after I graduated college, so like four or five years ago. Um, and it's just because <clears throat> growing up um, in a traditional household with, you know, people that are, uh, you know, parents that you know, went to school, got a job, um, the entrepreneurial life, and even more so the entertainment, you know, kind of lifestyle, having a, a career that way was just so far-fetched and it kind of just seemed like a, like a dream or like hitting the lottery. Um, but, you know, the older I got, and I guess as I got older, the, the industry and um that career path being tangible like it it got more and more tangible like as i um got older because the industry was changing as i was getting older um so in learning all that uh and then also not liking corporate america at all uh, i you know I, i took this uh you know music career more and more serious and um yeah i mean you know here we are today i'm pretty sure we're gonna dive a little bit more into you know how i got here but that's the the trajectory if you will and that's you know and i totally relate to that too coming from a family where um you know part of my story is that my brother bet me a thousand dollars i'd never make it in the music industry and yeah (laughs) it was and he was right like at the time he was right you know i hadn't really grown up with music and my family wasn't super musical but i just had this this thing inside of me and i think if you have that drive and you're really like you're really ready to work your butt off I think you can kind of have whatever you want in this world and if if it's music then I say go for it and look majority of your videos have over a million streams each like how does that feel that does it do you feel like finally this hard work's paying off because I mean you said you've been hustling for years like how how what's going on in your head now uh yeah it's it's still kind of weird like I'll uh I was just telling my wife like it's weird to look at my profile and see like a verified check and like so many followers because for so long, um, I mean, I had wanted this, but it's another thing when you actually like get it. Like I always believed I would, but when it's actually here and you're living in the moment, it's a whole nother story. Um, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, um, it's surreal. Like that's really the only way I can describe it. It's just, it's, believable and unbelievable at the same time <laughs> that makes sense well it does because i've been watching you and I, like i have this sense of pride and you know we ha- we don't know each other we're from other sides of the world but we both um are part of this group and it's sort of like a little family but i've just been stoked to see that your success and to hear 
last night for um for example i was watching i was scrolling my for you page i was on the scroll hole and a live popped up of someone I wasn't following and your song was playing. She was a DJ remixing on live and it was like, what's popping? I was, I, I took a screenshot and I was so excited, but you know, like the fact that you have that much reach, like I'm sitting on the other side of the world right now. And I, you know, it's your, your songs are coming through my earbuds. So it's kind of exciting, but I think on the flip side of that, like, um, what, so how has it progressed your career? Like what kind of is happening now with all this success? How is, uh, how's everything going career wise with your original songs and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. So, um, the great thing about TikTok is that, um, it, it's a, it's an incredible traffic driver to other platforms. So man, like when I started growing on TikTok, I started growing everywhere else. So, um, so at the time, like prior to, you know, like the the first viral video, um, I had like 2000 followers on Instagram, like 120 ish subscribers on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I would get anything from like on a normal day, anywhere from like maybe 20 to 30 streams per day on uh, Spotify. And I don't know, I had like a couple hundred followers, maybe um, a couple hundred monthly listeners, maybe. Um, and now, I've got 26,000 followers on Instagram, 27,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, wow. At its peak, at its peak, I was like borderline, like really close to 150K monthly listeners. Um, now I'm closer to like 50. Uh, 76,000 followers on Spotify, um, which is really good because, you know, they're notified, I think via email whenever I drop something. So that's one that's crazy reach there. Um, and uh, I think total streams I've gotten is, is that I think it's over like 2 million oh my since God. Uh, like the end of June. Yeah, it's, it's been so crazy. Cool. So crazy. Streaming equals money. Like I, I stream okay for an Australian yeah. artist and I've, I've been able to reinvest money from streaming back into new music. And so, wow, over 2 million streams. That is yeah. That is so cool. But with all this success, does the, does it come like, is there a pressure that goes along with it? Do you feel like you have to keep up the, the posting and keep up with, um, with your fans and all the stuff that kind of goes with it? How does it affect your mental health and how does it feel as, you know, you're just a one man band. I know you've got your, your amazing wife, but you don't <clears> have a <throat> big team behind you. So how do you keep up with everything? Yeah, that's, uh, that's something I think about a lot. So there's like the, the the mental health aspect and then there's like the the actual work of it so the mental health part uh it doesn't affect me too much sometimes i can get in my head um if a piece of content doesn't perform well or like i like i'm trying to think of now i'm at the point now like i've i've uh i've done this you know remix series and it's gotten me a crazy amount of followers in a short amount of time. And, you know, now uh, what I want to do is, you know, slowly start to pivot and, um, you know, showcase my original music more. And because of that, and the fact that I'm, you know, shifting into a new kind of series, it almost feels like I'm starting from square one, but the only difference is I've got 1.5 million followers behind me, you know? So <laughs> it's like, I, I should feel a lot less uh, pressure, but I, I don't know, I, I do feel uh, some kind of pressure, but I think a lot of that is is more so um, myself and just my competitive edge and nature. 
Like I just want to be successful all the time in everything I do. So, um, but I, I don't let that consume me though. I, I still have fun with it. And um, I remind myself that, I mean, like there, I really can't lose, you know, like I'm, I'm, I've gotten to this point so fast um, and I have like so much upside already and, and so much, you know, going my way that I can't, unless I like just stop like completely, just don't do anything. I, I really can't lose. So, you know, I, I remind myself of that and then just continue to be as innovative as I can be. I think that's a really good point. And essentially you're only in competition with yourself. Like you're only trying to, to go against those, you know, remix videos. So that's kind of cool in a, in a sense. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So what, so tell us about what happened with the creative fund. Cause I mean, a lot of Australian artists are not on TikTok right now. We don't even have the creative fund, but I've been hearing a lot about it. And I assume it will come to Australia quite soon. And the, the overwhelming response that I've seen is it kind of, what's the point of it? And why is it not working for artists? Yeah, so none of this is like, I don't think confirmed, like, you know, yeah. TikTok hasn't come and said anything. But yeah. in my experience, I joined the fund. I put out maybe like maybe four videos while I was in the fund. And I just noticed a, a sharp decrease in the amount of views that I was getting. Like, I think the video, nah, I don't really know the order, but I was like the last couple videos that I put out prior to getting in the creator fund. Um, one of them was a remix to Mood Swings by Pop Smoke. And that I think now is at like 17 million views. Yeah. Um, and then I think there was another video that was like at a million, another one that was in the like almost at a million like maybe seven eight hundred thousand views um and then the next video i posted after that just shot down to a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or something like wow. that that's a and, difference yeah and um i think so i think those now have they're at like you know three four hundred thousand views um but it's it been an accumulation from other videos that i posted yeah so um I don't know, like my videos didn't used to bottom out at that low number like that. And uh, I spoke to a lot of other influencers and they had the same um, experience. And when they left the creator fund, their views shot back up. So I'm not saying one is the yeah. cause of the other, but you know, um, so I, I, I left because uh, the money that I was making in the fund um, didn't justify the sharp decrease in views yeah um because you know these these brands want to see that you know obviously your content is doing really well i had a um a pretty high rate that i could command at the time and i you know don't want to lose that leverage so i'm doing what i can to uh you know get my i guess get the algorithm back on my side for lack of a better word so explain to everyone who's watching because my my podcast tends to go out to emerging artists but talk us through the power of um you know being an influencer having the social following that you do thanks to tiktok and what yeah. kind of power that gives you in terms of brands and brand deals yeah um i wish i could speak more on it because uh i haven't really flexed that muscle a whole lot uh but I was, I mean, I was able to work with um, a brand, uh, a house party. So the video, uh, 
video group video chat app. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, I guess that's how you yeah, I guess that's how you explain it. But uh yeah, so I, I worked with them, I did a promotion. Um and uh yeah, they they gave me slightly more than my asking rate, which was super dope. Um but I think uh from my understanding, um, you know, uh, uh brands especially now, um now that TikTok is it's, it's been a proven platform, right? People are, are seeing um, its impact in music and, and everywhere else. And it's, it's become the next platform. So um, I think now, especially that uh, its future is a little more stable and people, you know, know that it's not, you know, getting banned or anything. Um, I think companies are, uh, they're, their place in the marketplace with or their their financial situation with COVID aside, I think that, you know, they're they're ready to invest. The ones that do have the money um are ready to invest. Um and uh I think being an influencer on a platform, um, you get to kind of pioneer that, right? So um it but it's at at the same time, it's also like for me personally, it's really weird because I never saw myself as an influencer. I saw myself as an artist. Yeah. So I have to remember sometimes, like I'll I'll comment on somebody's posts, not really thinking that I'm like verified and I have all these followers and like a bunch of people are gonna like it and like comment under it. Cause like, I'll, I don't know, I'll go through my For You page and I'll be like, oh yeah, I should probably engage with some people. Like, cause I, usually when I get on there, I'm like doing research or I'm posting. Like I'm not really on it for fun. So when I do hop on there for fun, I like comment on people's stuff and like, you know, like like stuff and just, you know, engage. And then I'll come back on and look at my notifications and I'll see like people dropping comments under my comment and like liking my comment. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I am one of those accounts now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 it slips my mind sometimes, but uh, I have to learn how to keep that in mind and then leverage it, you know, with, uh, with brands, but then also, um, I guess with networking too. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's like with a platform like TikTok, I'm a baby creator and I love it. Like, I think a lot of artists really don't give it the benefit of the doubt because like you said, it's only just becoming a proven platform. Brands are only just starting to get on board. You know, it was kind of the joke platform that was always getting banned <laughs> and stealing yeah. our data from China or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm, I'm just about to hit 10K, which I think is insane. Like, I'm... I'm awesome. So yes. Congrats. But for me, just the conversion and the community and the conversation that it's been opening up. I mean, my niche is quite tiny. I'm targeting Australian country music fans. So, you know, you take the population of Australia, which is tiny already, and you take this tiny little... Um, this spec and and I'm able to get to them and it's it's so rewarding it fills me with so much joy um I can really speak to people who are gonna like the music that I make and you know what's it like on a platform where you've now like I'm at 10 you're at 1.5 million are you still able to have that conversation and reach those people that are kind of really hardcore fans that are going to love everything that you do yeah um it's a little harder to do it on TikTok but I, I don't think that TikTok is the platform that is made for like intimate connection. Mm -hmm. I think that you, you can, you can kind of do some of that on live, um, depending on how many people are in your room. Um, so again, that's another thing that got impacted. So prior to 
uh, the creator fund, I would have like, you know, two, 300 people on my lives, you know, at a time. And now like, I'm lucky if I break a hundred, which is super weird, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I've, you know, obviously grown since then. So yeah, I don't know. Um, and again, maybe it, it has something, to do. <laughs> right. You know, like maybe, maybe it has something to do with, uh, I don't know, people going back to school or like, you know, cause the slowly starting to open up again and those, you know, whatnot. So I don't know, but, um, I have those connections more so like on Instagram, um, where you have like, you know, open DMS and, um, there's just, uh, like, you know, stories that people can interact with every day. There's just more, more opportunities to interact directly with, um, you know, whoever you're following. So, uh, yeah. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I started a, uh, a group DM with some kids that uh, wanted to play Among Us with me. So, you know, like stuff like that you can do on Instagram and other platforms that you can't necessarily do on TikTok. But uh, yeah, I try to be as, um, you know, like among the people as I can because I'm, I don't know, like people, some people like view me as like some kind of celebrity and I still look at myself like a regular dude. And I feel like I always will, like no matter where I, Cause that's just, I don't know, that's just my personality and that's how I am. So, uh, yeah, I always, um, it's, it's, it's easy to stay true to that. Um, but sometimes it can be hard with all the messages you get, you know, sometimes it's, it's like, I don't feel like responding to anybody right now or today, but, um, I don't know. I always just remember like, you know, these people, I like what I was begging for this, you know, prior to, you know, getting there. So, just trying to help as many people as I can, you know. I think that's really beautiful. And for those who don't know, Among Us is a mobile phone app that you play with um, other people on the internet. And it's sort of like murder. One person is the murderer and you run around these rooms and you're all different colours. And I've actually never played it or seen it, but I've seen so many TikToks that I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. Um, And I love what you're saying about that's community. So that's one of my core principles. um, And it's exactly right because... This is what I've always wanted. And I was not really being let in by the gatekeepers. So my kind of way around that was to get the people, go straight to the people, you know, and I'm so lucky. Like I have my group Kate's mates and they've got my back and we, you know, we zoom every Sunday morning. We get to really chat and, but it is, you know, they're in my, they're in my inbox and I love communicating with them, but I don't know how I would do it on a scale as big as yours. Like that's one of my biggest fears is like, I love that I have this one-on-one connection with the people that support me because I need them so much. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you do it on a bigger scale? Uh, and you just, you're just constantly trying to be, you know, creative and uh, coming up with different ways. Um, but at the same time, like you're doing it in a, in a natural way. Like, I I tell people on my lives when they, you know, they ask me to, um, like, hey, I DM'd you on Instagram, or hey, I followed you on Instagram, can I follow back? Like, I let people know that, hey, I don't follow everybody back because I curate my Instagram uh, timeline in a way that I want to see people that, um, that I know, like, in real life. Um, and I want to see things that, uh, like, motivate me and inspire me. Um, because if, I mean, if I followed all my fans, like I would just see a bunch of people I don't know. And some of these people post some weird stuff. So, <laughs> but what I do tell everybody is that I respond to all my DMs. As long as it's like nothing 
insane. Um, I'm always, I'm always responding. I'm always happy to respond. Um, and a lot of times like I'll send a voice message cause I don't feel like typing. Um, and on one end that's a, it's actually an, another plus because, you know, like they, they get to hear my voice and they're, you know, they just think that's the craziest thing in the world. And, um, I don't know. I just, I see myself as just somebody with 20 something thousand followers and they're like, Oh my God, like I never thought you would reply. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think my inbox looks like? It's not that crazy. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but you know, again, um, that's how I'm, I'm viewed to some people. So I just have to, I guess, uh, acknowledge that and, um, you know, let it soak in and, and, uh, I guess, you know, treat it as, as such and like, keep that in mind when, I'm responding to people like, you know, that they, they really value that, that time with me and that response. So I try to, you know, give them my all and, and not try to, you know, give anybody attitude or like one word answers. And if I'm not in the mood to respond, then I just won't respond. And I'll, I'll wait until I am because I don't, I don't want to give anybody that energy. I love that you do voice memos. That's so smart because typing, yeah. like it gets so annoying. It's so, it takes so long. And like, yeah, that's so smart. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, again, like, it's, it's super convenient for me, yeah. and then it's, it's also, like, you know, something special for them, so, you know, it's a win-win. A hundred percent. All right, well, moving on from um, the remixes, I know that you're really wanting to do your original music now. Have you had any, um, like, collaboration interests, label interest, or, you know, what, what's in place now to allow you to do your original music, and, and how, and what's next? What's next for Biddle? Yeah, so I was actually just, uh, speaking with a producer last night and um you know he really liked you know my vibe and what he was hearing and he wants to produce an ep for me so um oh, wow. we're gonna do that yeah like this is my first time like telling somebody outside of like you know my wife or you know like my close friends so you heard it here first <laughs> yeah you heard it here first um i'm not gonna you know say the name of the producer or anything like that i don't want to name drop or anything crazy but like yeah he's a he's a He's an accomplished producer. Amazing. Um, yeah, he's, he's had some had some things on the billboards, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm excited to to lock in and work with him. Um, and so I think that's the the main focus right now is uh, you know just locking in and working with him. But um, you know if anything else comes across like a a collaboration that you know makes sense, um, you know obviously uh, I'll I'll do that and you know as as I see fit. Um, but on the music side, I'm focused on that EP. And then on the, uh, the content side, I'm focused on, again, like presenting my, you know, my existing original music um, in a way that is, uh, is captivating to, the, to my audience. Um, so again, you know, like just, just get my, get the ball rolling again on my side and um, as far as like my TikTok content goes. So yeah, I've just been, you know, thinking of different ways, different video ideas to, uh, that's why it's so like light in here right now, because I, I got all my lights on in the back. <laughs> it looks good. You've got a light flex. I was trying to set up my, like, my lighting and look, yeah. you win. You win. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I'm, I'm uh, just coming up with a bunch of ideas and then filming a bunch of stuff so I could just have a bunch of stuff in the draft because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to just, you know, test and, and be a be a marketer and a content creator. Amazing. I love that you say it like that because I think a lot of musicians, 
you know, they come into this industry with a, I want to make music, but it's, that's 10% of the work. You've got 90% where you, you know, I put myself through uni right now because I identified really quickly that if I didn't get across the business aspect of this, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to last very long. Um, and yeah. this is perfectly leads me to my last question because this is how we kind of end. What advice do you give to the people that come after you? What would, what would your biggest kind of takeaway, something you wish you knew when you were just starting out? Oh, uh, man, <laughs> so much. Um, so on the music creation side, I would say um, always just continue to practice your craft uh, because it's like as dope as you think you are, like you can always get better. I'm practicing every single day. Like I, I know like I'm people say I'm good and whatnot, but like I don't know, I, I still think I'm like a fraction of like like where I could be. And um so like you know, always stay humble and, and just continue to practice your craft. Uh again, like you said, this is ten percent, you know, music creation and an artistry, but like if you wanna make it and, and turn it into a business and make money, uh and like have it a sustainable you know source of income and like a business um you got to learn you got to learn the business and like that 90 percent is where that comes in so to learn uh man i uh there's a couple of channels that well two i'll just yeah a couple so i'll just say two channels on youtube that i would go to um one is for the it talks about it kind of talks about marketing um but it really it does a really good job of breaking down like the business like how to monetize how to like set it up appropriately so like you know um how to form your business entity and like go into all of that and that's called music money makeover um and that's not this isn't really specific to hip-hop like so if you do you know pop country indie like rock whatever um it goes into um just like record contracts and like um not too crazy to the point where it's boring and they're you know talking legalese but like um it's enough to where it arms you for um it, it well number one it bursts any bubbles that you had about um you know whatever fantasies you had about the, the music industry so you know how like these contracts break down and like what a what a million dollar advance really means you know what i mean and, and just stuff like that um, so it does a really good job of, of, of teaching the business side. Um, and then the, uh, the marketing side, I would go to uh, Brand Man Network. So B-R-A-N-D-M-A-N and then network. And they, they talk all things marketing, um, specifically for uh, indie artists. Um, <clears throat> and they talk a lot about hip hop artists, but a lot of this stuff can just be applied to, again, any genre. Um, and uh yeah i mean if you're trying to get better with your music um practicing putting it out there uh letting people leave comments you're gonna get constructive criticism and then you're also gonna get like just hate. just you're just gonna get criticism that isn't constructive you know um so be be ready for that because if you again want to turn this into a business you're gonna get that on a much higher scale the more you uh the more success you achieve um but i mean you could i mean you can always like if you're a hip-hop artist you can type in like how to rap i literally think that there's somebody called like how to rap drew on youtube and he breaks down like 
the mechanics of rap and like how to get better at certain elements and aspects and um like he's a he's a genius when it comes to that stuff so yeah i think that's uh those are good places to really to start i love then, how you were yeah. so itemized on that that was so good because you know a lot of people like dream big and go for it never give up and all that sort of stuff but you're really giving us actionable things that we can go um try out one more thing i would add to that is just google it like if you don't know how to do something that's how i started my career in england and i was like googling how to book a gig like, <laughs> like yeah you know, how to make a music video so um google yeah and uh, definitely that was some really cool links um i just wanted to thank you so much for staying up and coming to hang out on the country music podcast i know that we are we're different genres but the basic elements of how to run a music industry and music um, business are pretty similar exactly yeah i mean it's just it's just different genres yeah different genres slightly different like target market but like it's it's music and it's you know it's the same it's the same process pretty much so i mean yeah i was more than happy i appreciate the invite no worries well i'm gonna leave us on that note and thank you for being my first video this was quite fun this is my first video <laughs> podcast um Super dope. yeah i think it's really cool that we've been able to reach across the world and just talk about um the things that we love and how to kind of deal with success when it comes and something that's so confusing is TikTok. a lot of my friends just they don't understand it you know a lot of people jump on and think is this just instagram but in video and it's this whole other platform in its own right and you just have to get on and use it i think to kind of figure it out but look at people like biddle and just realize that if you want this this platform is gonna it, it can help you get there a thousand percent yeah i mean just just look at it as a way to like you need you have your product you have your music and whatnot and then you have you have to get people's attention and TikTok right now is like the number one way to you know get attention and get it fast and a lot of attention so go okay. at it end point right here all right thank you cool. so much for being part of the country music podcast my name is katie jane we've been talking a bit on music make sure you check him out on TikTok and his other socials and uh drop him a dm and see if he replies put him to the test guys <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much denver thanks for coming on Thank you.